Welcome back, boys and girls. It's the Pick Your Poison Podcast. It's bowl season. We got opt-outs, we got transfers, we got coaches leaving. Who the hell knows what's going on? Uh, we do. We'll tell you exactly what to do on this pod and pay a little tribute. Best time of the year. Oh yeah! Everyone's kind of taking off work. It's getting lax. You're either you're either on PTO already, or you're still working, and like half your office is out, so you really Pretend don't have to, to work. Do, yeah, you don't really have to do that much. Watching World Cup. Just move the mouse a little bit. You know, make sure that that avatar stays green. World Cup. I will say, Bert, I have not seen as many footy picks as I saw. First half World Cup. I think my uh, abilities to pick the games coincided directly with the USMNT because Ooh. I was a group stage god. I was nailing picks in the group stage. Round of 16 did pretty good. US gets eliminated. I guess my um, betting skills got eliminated too, yeah. and I started falling down hard. So that's why I didn't give them out. I wasn't confident. Hey, you're watching out for the fans. Hey, but we're all rooting for Messi. About to say, real quick, World Cup championship on Sunday at 9? Sunday at ten. Sunday at ten, Central is is, is the pick Messi in Argentina. Ooh, that's a good dude. I think this French squad is very very good. Very good, but back I think, to back's tough. I think the the back to back is very tough. Wasn't this the final you called too? No, I called Brazil. Yeah, Brazil, uh, Brazil, 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 Brazil versus France. Brazil, France. Um, like a loser. I should have just taken France to make the final. That was more confident, but. Um, Dude, I just think the stars are aligning for Messi here. Yep. It has to. This will be his yeah. last And that's going to be right. my pick. That's somebody what I'm going to root for. Somebody say storybook. Storybook ending yeah. for now, Messi. Now, uh, uh, what's his name? He's going to be crying. Yeah. Or uh, the guy that freaks out, U.S. soccer analyst. Taylor Twellman was uh, calling this for all you non-footy boys. Right in the back of my head. They were, like, the they were basically saying this final, this final is uh, basically like if Michael Jordan played in the NBA Finals against LeBron James, with Messi being Jordan oh. and Mbappe being LeBron. Ah, uh, okay. I'm so, for that. Yeah, look I for mean, that storyline. It's pretty good because, I mean, Mbappe's going to be the guy we talk about at this stage of his career that Messi's in, and Messi is the go. Well, who's, who's the favorite in this game? <laughs> I think definitely France. Probably, France. It, it's low. It's probably minus 125. Oh, it's guess. close. Yeah. Okay, so it's... I'll probably take France. But that's enough soccer. This is a college football bowl pick em. Bert's getting us off. I, I should have known better than at the top of the pod to just, I guess I was going to say tee one up, but I guess I, can you tee one up on the penalty box for a free kick? I don't know. To give Bert a free kick from the, from the <laughs> yeah, box. You gave, yeah, I gave you a free kick. kick there. It's bowl season. We did, I guess we have to say, Michael Leach passed away. Rest State head peace. coach, rest in peace. Hans Zimmer led us in with the Pirates of the Caribbean banger of a song. That was one of the coolest, like, I didn't really, at the time, I was like, ah, whatever. But when State just tweeted out that that gif or meme or whatever of, of uh, Captain Jack Sparrow on the ship that's like, uh, kind of sinking up and, like, yeah. step off the, off the sinking ship onto the dock with that song playing in the background. One of the coolest, like, coaching introduction videos ever. Right yeah. up there with the lane train rolling, I must say. But... 
No, I mean, hell of a character. Uh, I don't want to get too deep into it. But. It was it was cool seeing on Twitter everyone like tweeting like their favorite clip. Yeah, because he yeah. had so many. There were so uh, many. I, yeah, I mean, I kind of wish I like say, or someone just combined them so you could just watch it or whatever. Yeah, but. I didn't even know like ha- I knew some of them like the candy like I, the ca- I didn't, candy. Did, I didn't know about when he was coaching at Oklahoma. He they did like a fake playbook and they like. Act like they dropped it. I honestly who, who they playing Texas. Yeah, it was Tech. I didn't even know he really coached at Oklahoma. I guess he was like an assistant. But or I saw that. Yeah, he like left. Like that intentionally is, left that behind is a crazy. That, that is that's diabolical. That is <laughs> that's hilarious. I do think it's it's very very cool that they're playing in a stadium with a pirate. With a pirate, shirt. yeah. I will I will I will go buy and wear a maroon shirt for that game. Yes, I think. Uh, do, do you think, dude? Do the Rebs have uh, some type of tribute on their helmet? I mean, just put a little, just yeah, a little pirate flag back ML there. ML on there. My yeah, beach, I or, would something. Or, oh, I thought well, like, well, well, and and especially considering we're playing tech. Yeah, I, I bet. I bet you both. Teams I bet you should. both teams do something. Well, probably maybe at halftime, like or do something. come out and said, that's, no, that's probably come out with the American flag and have a pirate flag. Yes, yes, yeah, that's, that's actually very cool. And Lane's statement was awesome. Yeah, though, though they go way back, and they're like. Tied at the hip right now. How how big of an asshole does that running back look like oh. <laughs> from state? That, that no, he he he, that was, he came back. Did he, did he? You know, like while Mike was sick, you know, he was he had a nice tweet saying. Okay, like, I, I didn't he didn't really retract his statement per se, but oh, he yeah, was just like, well, you know, I'm praying for coach like and him. all that Which, stuff. But he I mean, have to honestly, walk back to, honestly, to his he point, like, know. yeah, he didn't know he was gonna Very die, like, but he's like, yeah, he's obviously sad he died, but. But yeah, hell of a le- like legendary coach all time. I hope he goes to the College Football Hall of Fame. It'll yeah, be, when, when he's like a pers- like barely, he's like a like four tenths of a percentage off or something ridiculous. Yeah, that, like, that won't. I've seen it too. When was the last time like an active head coach like? Yeah, it was like the seventies like or something. Like I don't like definitely not since we've been alive. Hmm. But really? yeah, it, he was he was one of the ones that like College Football is just a game. Yeah, and well, some dudes take it so seriously, and he was like. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, like I'm just I'm just a coach of a bunch of like kids playing football, which I don't know the way that college is going, all these opt outs and like transfers and shit. Coaches getting paid a billion dollars, he would at least like bring it back to reality a little yeah. bit. There's not much of that left, so hard to get out of that one. But we'll hop right into the bowls. I will say, with all the opt outs and transfers and everything crazy as shit going on. It's hard to tell until, like, right before the bowl, like, what you're going to pick. Like, it's impossible to do, like, a couple weeks out. This is part one of three, boys and girls. We're going through next Thursday on this pod. We'll basically do week by week all the way until the national championship. Um, So, I I do think I'm going to have to, like, put some cash in the bankroll or get my my credit limit up. But I think it's live betting season Mm. in bowl games. Like, you see, That's a good point. you have some like intuition of like, well, these guys like, do they even really care? You watch the first like two drives, and you're like, oh my god, this team does not give yeah, a shit. Yeah, before the line creeps well, up. Are too there much. are there yeah. any like betting themes you have going into the bowl game? So yeah, so just in general, um, this is more of a bowl season. I I think it still applies because predicting opt-outs and all that, whatever. I always uh, fade, especially this year, fade the ACC. ACC was ass all year. Anyone they play stinks. Fade the MAC and fade Conference USA. So those are three conferences I like to follow. The SEC, the Sun Belt, that's just Southern boys. They play football. And the Pac-12 was, I thought was pretty good this year. They don't have a ton of opt-outs like that. 
I also think that this is the first time Vegas has really had to handicap, like, opt-outs and transfers and all this shit. So I think that I'm, I'm usually a fade the public, underdog and unders kind of guy, but I think this bowl season, if a team is favored, they're probably favored because they have some sort of momentum coming into the game. Yeah. Or they have, yeah, they, they don't have a lot of, like, internal chaos. So I, I think I'm just going to go. And if there are opt-outs and transfers or coaches leaving, this and that, why? I feel like it's going to become almost like a Pro Bowl type game where players are going to just, like, I'm not getting injured is their number one priority. And points galore. Like why would a def- why would a like linebacker go all out for I don't know like run fits and shit like yeah. or a safety like busted across the field trying to lay someone out I think it's Pro Bowl esque with the points so I think it's gonna be chalky but I think it's overs and favorites and are just, my, like, to ten. some extent because I think there's gonna be some games like uh, Florida for instance who is on their third string quarterback who's only thrown 14 passes ever could they even possibly move the ball. You know, yeah. So that I can see some unders in some spots no, I mean, like I, that where I the quarterback or big yeah. time, like your entire offense is depleted because they're going pro or transfer. Yes, on the card I have underdogs and I have some unders, but like sweeping assertions. If you're just bored as shit on the holidays looking for a, a pick, I think overs are going to be galore with defenses really just not wanting, not caring, and favorites that are just going to, once you get up in some of these bowl games, I think the underdog is just going to like kind of lay down and be like, hey, it was fun to be here, but we're not really going to win this game. Is this uh, also another theme, uh, fade Bama after missing the playoffs? That, that's, a, that's tried and true. That's tried and true. If they're not playing for a championship, fade Bama. Uh, the other one I had, I always like um, first year coaches. It kind of plays into like the momentum thing. If you're a first-year coach yeah. and you're and you get your team to a bowl, you want to like parlay that into some good momentum the next yeah, well, year. Yeah, along those lines too, like maybe a team that hasn't made a bowl game that, in like that three was my, or four years. Yeah, I, I don't know what range you'd want to set that at for for I, a betting thing. I call it the UConn effect. If UConn hadn't made a bowl in like 15 years or whatever, yeah. and they've made a bowl this year, just like. Team motivation, program motivation, like this is. It was like it's like Memphis back in the day. They they didn't make a bowl game for like ten years or something like that. I, th- I think they played. Is there another bowl game in New Orleans besides the Sugar Bowl? Uh yeah, there's the New Orleans Bowl. Yeah, I, I think they played in that, and they were like brought so many like fifty thousand fans or yeah. like a crazy amount of fans for that type of bowl game. And it's their that's their Sugar Bowl. Yeah, yeah, so yeah it, it's, it's those teams. Sugar yeah. Bowl. They're playing yeah. in the Superdome. Win the bowl. There's probably <laughs> one tenth of the fans there, but yeah, yeah, it's the uh, yeah Splendable. That's pretty good. Uh, that's it for right now, boys and girls. We are actually going to this is the bowl season tradition. We go to the Grizz game. Grizz are playing the Bucks tonight. Massive game. Probably the two best teams in the NBA. Oh, no doubt about I it. Think no Especially question. when we're fully healthy. And uh, we're fully healthy. Pick your poison podcast. Go to the game. Gonna. Enjoy ourselves. Come back. Have a few libations. Yeah, maybe maybe live a little. Uh, come back, press record, and give our picks for the first week of bowl season. So we'll talk to you in three hours. Yeah, 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 yeah. I am a menace. Keep me on red, I like
tennis. I'm with this shit like I'm Dennis. I started this shit on my fitness. Niggas be hating, trying to blemish my image. Who want the smoke? Two to three count with the scope. And still they clip low as a rope. We wipe his nose. Shell like he had him a cane. I don't rap jam as a hoe. Grizz win 142 to 101. Hey, add this to the card next year, boys. Whenever the whenever the Pick Your Poison podcast goes to the Grizz games, it's an ass whooping. That's a boat racing coming in hot. Grizz 142, the Milwaukee Bucks 101. They call that a bloodbath. That doesn't even sound right. Can you say that again? 142 to 101. Oh, yeah. It's an absolute boat racing here when the Pick Your Poison boys go to the Grizz game and come back and record a bowl season pick em. Giannis is terrified. Wait, was that the best team in the East? Uh, so, as they say. Whew. They don't know, though. They don't know about these Western Conference boys. These big dick boys. These the BDBs. Yeah, these BDBs. The the not fully healthy BDBs. Oh, they we're don't. We're only like 75% chub. Uh, we're, we're, we're half bricked. We're not even yeah. full bricked. But hey, we're back <laughs> to give some picks. Hey, if you don't think the Pick Your Poison boys go to a Grizz game and win and then come back and give you, the listeners, winners, you're crazy. You're crazy. This is exactly what you want from us. This is what you asked for us. This is what we do for you. We're in peak performance right now. We're absolutely vibing right now for the winners. Grizz, I mean, hey, go ahead and put your Grizz to win the West at plus 750 because that is the most value you could ever have. Bert, did you take that on the, on the Uber back? Took it on the Uber back. Uh, I think my book was a little silly. It gave me plus 700, but I still think... It doesn't matter. That's free. That's yeah. value. Value, added. It, value it, added. If it was anything over even money, that's value added. We will get right into the bowl slate. Miami, Ohio playing UAB. UAB is a 10.5 point favorite. Over under a 45. Boomer. I would love to hear your thoughts on the first bowl game of the season. You know, I have a lot to say about this game. A lot. Yeah. But Tons. but sometimes simplicity is the best way to go about it. So I've got a little say about this game. Uh, it's a 10.30 start. It's uh, down in Nassau. Who even knows what time zone that place is. Nassau. Nassau. Whatever. Uh, I'm going to take the points here. I'm going to go with Big Ben. I'll, I'll, I'll take Miami, Ohio. The the Miami triad. Uh, <laughs> go five. Some might say. Bert, based off of my turnaround time of the footy picks that you've been getting out, what are the odds that I get this pick out by 10.30 in the morning? Very low, because the pot, we would all be rich if you could get those, if you got my footy picks out. I would look good if you got my footy picks out. Yeah, you'd be plus money. Hey. I think your feet look great. Thanks, bud. I will take the over of 45. As I said earlier, any bowl game that's like, who the hell cares? This game's in the Bahamas. If either of these defenses give a shit, then good for them. But, like, they've been partying, just enjoying the beach in the Bahamas. Give me the over of 45. That's a low total for the college game. Bert, what you got? Yeah, Thomas A. Robinson National Stadium runs quick. It's a fast turf. 
Bert A. Robinson? Yeah, no, Thomas A. Robinson. Oh. Yeah, T A B old T A B National Stadium. It runs. It's a it's a fast turf. Uh, U A B. They've got the leading rusher in the country, I believe. wasn't even up for the Dope Walker, but you don't deserve it, dude. You were at U A B. Anyways, that guy's gonna run for twenty eight touchdowns himself. So I got U A B. Well, you just talked shit to him, and now you're saying you're gonna bet on him. Yeah, he's, he's, he's got something to prove. I mean, this is transfer portal season, baby. He people are finally gonna watch him. Coaches are gonna tune in. College coaches haven't watched football in a long time. They're going to watch this game. And um, I don't know what, what SEC team needs a running back right now. Maybe A&M or something. So A&M's going to gonna give him $10 million after he scores seven touchdowns. Yeah, A-Chain's gone. Yeah, and they give him seven touchdowns equals UAB over 28. And that's what I've got. I love it. To the top 25 matchup, which is actually electric this early in the bowl season, Friday at 2 o'clock. Another thing I will say, egregious that they're allowing – this many bowl games to be played before the clock runs out on like Friday workers and there's no night games on Friday. Here, nonetheless, I will take UTSA minus one against Troy. I love Troy. Ole Miss beat Troy game one of the season. Both of these teams have won 10 straight. Troy lost on that. Remember that crazy uh, App State Troy game when they when they had game day at App State. Yeah, they had the hail mary. Was that not the week after we played them? Or it was two weeks. I was in Georgia. I was in Atlanta watching the Ole Miss Georgia Tech beatdown. It was after. It was after um, App State beat that extremely talented A and M team, right? Yes, yes. Uh, that was when A and M was still making the playoff. Can we call that week two? On the pod, Bert said, hey, AM's not very good. App State is covering this game. And Bagman almost wanted to fight me. It was almost a fisticuffs moment. And uh, Hey, this isn't a revisionist history pod. We're a future-looking pod. I don't remember anything from week two. I remember everything for week bowl one. Do you have a pick for this game? Yeah, I have a pick for this game because literally three hours ago before we set foot in that Ass whooping of the Grizz versus the Bucks. I swear Troy was one and a half point favorites, and now they're plus one and a half. Yeah, they're down to a dog. I, I haven't checked their message board if they have one, uh, but I'm just gonna stick with Troy. Now you're giving me two more points to bet with. Give me Troy. We want their defense coordinator. Yeah, no, I, I I like Troy here as well. Uh, it look at UTSA here. What they're 83rd in the country uh, points scored uh, c- compared to uh, to Troy, who's 51st in the country uh, points score- scored. I-, I-, I think Troy's defense uh, kind of... Yeah, they've got a great here. defense. This makes you feel even better that these two nerds don't know anything about these two teams. Hey, hey you forget bowl season's my season. This is... Yeah, this, this, is, this, is, this is... All of that was preseason. Y'all were playing, like, fake football... Gambling on fake football. I'm gambling on the real this stuff now. Yeah, yeah. Boomer waits until a bunch of opt-outs and a bunch of transfers to really get into the nitty-gritty. Because he just knows these rosters. He yeah, knows he's, these rosters. Exactly. Well, he knows the backups, which is like yeah, key. Yeah, that, that's de- in-depth research. It's big hours, hours, Days <laughs> upon days of research. Patience, <laughs> disciples. UTSA is a big offensive team, and Troy is a big defensive team. Give me the offense in the bowl game. Yeah, but do, honestly, Troy has given up the most points they've given up all year. Twenty eight points. Are, are we actually debating this game? No, I'll, yeah, we can kind of. Oh, I'm heated. 
I'm triggered. Hey, well, uh, <laughs> I was going to give you, I was going to give you Rebs a credit. The most points I ever gave up that, all season. Whoa, 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 whoa. Actually, that was one thing you I did want to say. Is, is Troy our best win of the year? Troy, yeah, probably. They're ranked in the top twenty-five. I don't think anybody. What was y'all's wins. worst loss? Um, probably Bama. They suck. Yeah, they're pretty trash. Yeah, we should have kicked that team. What about ass. from like a first half uh, lopsided? Perspective? Probably our probably our worst loss of the year was Arkansas because they are terrible and they're playing in the Liberty Bowl like a bunch of losers. Well, yeah, so, they said, "Hey, where's Bert? Where's Bert live? Let's go there." Arkansas probably is our worst loss. No, it definitely is our worst loss. Arkansas. Oh yeah, hindsight <laughs> for sure. If someone, if an outsider looking in is looking at that, they're like, "Oh, six and six, Arkansas." But 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 us guys that. Have our program. A sharps over here. No, we, we know that Arkansas team's got them dogs. Anyways, getting into the Fenway Bowl, Cincinnati and Louisville. This game has intrigue all over oh, the field. Yeah. I, I wrote some things down because this game is absolutely nuts. So both these teams were back in the day in the Big East. Do you, either one of you know the rivalry that was this game before they both left the Big East? What the what the trophy was called? No, tell they, me. They've never played. It's absolutely epic. The keg of nails. Really? Keg of nails. Well, that trophy that I, that trophy better be on the sideline. Like it was literally that's the Fenway Park trophy. Keg of nails. We need to. That sounds like a terrorist. Like, but awesome. those are two big keg schools, I, I imagine. Absolutely, it was a big. It was a it was a small that's keg, big. but it was full of nails, and they would just like shake it. And like listen to the nails rattle inside the keg. Um, Stupid trophy. To the rest of this game, it's basically a Spider-Man meme game where both QBs are out, both coaches have left, interim coaches are in. One interim coach is the old Louisville coach, who is now the Cincinnati coach, Scott Satterfield. The current. No, 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 no. You, you, you miss, you miss. Announced that Scott Satterfield is the new Cincinnati coach. He's not an interim coach. He's the new coach of Cincinnati. Well, look, I literally said that the, there's interim coaches, but the new, new coach new of coach. of Cincinnati is the Louisville old coach. Do you know who the, no, the interim coach of Louisville is? Yeah, former Louisville freaking Super Bowl MVP, Deion Branch. Deion Branch is the Louisville head coach, or I guess interim coach. I, I guess I have to specify for Burt. To know who the hell I'm talking I'm just, about. I'm, I'm here to fact check. Both quarterbacks are out. Um, both teams are on the same sideline in Fenway because Fenway is so egregiously, actually lovely. I love Fenway. Perfectly placed on the same sideline. So Satterfield has to leave the Louisville sideline to go to the Cincinnati sideline, which is on the same sideline in this game. Both teams are dead last in penalties. Uh, Great. Yeah, not good. And also, um, Bert, what are these teams' colors? I believe they are red and black. So it's a it's an absolute point the, point the finger at each other Spider-Man meme game. If that's the case, give me the points. I'll take Cincinnati. I, I, I don't think point. I, point. Was there only one? I got it yeah. two earlier this week. Give me the point to... I think the under is going to hit two. I feel like under 40, but given the underdog, who the hell knows? I will say I trust the Cincinnati program more than the Louisville program. If you're going to take all these things that are like, this is probably one of the craziest 
like bowls where who the hell knows. So I'll take the Cincinnati program over the Louisville program. Give me a point. Give me that. And the under, it's a greasily low at 40. It's crazy low for a bowl game. But it's in Fenway. The, the grass can be grown out. It's going to be cold. Who the hell knows? I like the under of 40 in Cincy. Boomer. I, I, I love the weather forecast for this game. I'm taking uh, Louisville and the over in this. So I'm, I'm going to fade you here. So the weather forecast? Oh, yeah, no. It's going to be like 55, sunny. It's going to be a great game. Are you taking a trip up to Boston? Just yeah, I'm shipping up to Boston. Shipping up to Boston? Bert? Yeah, I'm I'm Captain Underpants on this one. Uh, I think I like the program comment where clearly Cincinnati's the better program, but I think they'd absolutely destroyed themselves by hiring Scott Satterfield, Slaughterfield. Slaughterfield. He's going to slaughter that program into the ground. They're about to get ready for the Big 12, and this guy can't handle the Conference USA or whatever league that Louisville's in at this moment. The ACC? Yeah, exactly. So basically the same level the of competition. Um, anyways, give me the under 40. I feel like a lot of Cincinnati players have probably opted out. They probably have these draft. All right, the next team. game we have is uh, Florida versus Oregon State. Florida and <laughs> and Billy Napier limping into this game. Yeah, this this, this does not. That's literally so good. Hey, just classic, classic. Pick your poison, boys. Pleasure. Hey, we have. We got, we got, we got Bird. We got Birdie and Karen and Karen. Oh no! Yeah, Karen. All right, we're back. Uh, we are back after another um, hezzy hey. Where were we? I don't know. Uh, I believe we were on the Florida-Oregon State game. Florida is a... Uh, uh, yeah, we were talking about Billy Napier limping in after Mrs. Burke came in just howling into this one. Florida's a 10-point underdog over under a 53. Boomer, do you think that the SEC can cover against Pac-12 team? Uh, I don't know. I, I think this is a, a big spread here. Uh, but I, I, I'm going to kind of rock with, I'm gonna rock with Oregon State here. Yeah, I like Florida. I think Florida <clears throat> wins outright. I, how about this, boys? I like Florida to win outright. What if we all, like, bowl season's crazy. What if we all come up with one um, underdog that we all like or, like, that each of us like, and we take them parlayed. An underdog parlay to win. I have Florida here. I think that the... A little PYP special. Yeah, the PYP special. It's going to be, like, plus 10,000. But I like Florida here. I think Oregon State, like, Oregon State, people forget they, they saw last game they killed Oregon, had that crazy comeback. That was sick. But... The same Oregon State team got their ass kicked last year in the in the bowl game. I don't know if this coach knows how to win in the bowl season. And I get Florida has lost a ton of starters, namely uh, AR-15, their backup quarterback, who was like a little sus because he had some, some child pornography or something. The, the, it was this, John, this, Kitt, this, John this, Kitt's son had like some crazy shit. The but, same Florida team lost to Vandy. I get that, but a lot of them are gone, and 
first year head coach, which I said was like a, a like a trend to yeah. first year head coach. He's playing for but his like, momentum going his way. The players are like literally fighting for their jobs next season, and the quarterback now everyone's like, oh, the quarterback's out. But the quarterback that is playing for Florida right now is Jack Miller, who is transferred from Ohio State. He had thumb surgery earlier in the year, was not able to play. He is now playing, playing for next year. Five-star prospect. Obviously, was behind Stroud and like whoever the hell else Ohio State has. Transferred to Florida. I think he's wanting to like kind of show out a little bit. I like Florida here and the over of 53. Bert, what do you see? Yeah, we all know a guy named Jack Miller, so this guy doesn't doesn't surprise hey, me. Hey, I'm, I'm a Miller man. I'm a Miller man. I'm actually drinking a Miller right now. I'm drinking a Miller Light. I think this guy's going to be the light version of a quarterback. And so give me under 52 and a half. He did break his thumb and was not allowed to throw until like two weeks ago. But it's in Vegas, baby. Who the hell knows? The, the, the Raiders stadium. Vegas if knows. If I've seen anything in Vegas this year, the Raiders don't know what the hell's going on in that stadium on that track. It's a fast track, even the over of 53. And plus 10 with an uh-huh. SEC. Plus 10 with an SEC team against a Pac-12 team. Yeah, give me you, those points. But I thought you liked the Pac-12. I, <laughs> I like the SEC over the Pac-12. If you would, if you go back and listen, Bert, I like both of those franchises, those conferences. But give me the SEC over <laughs> everyone. Next up, we got Washington State. Against Fresno, Jake Hayner's last game in the bowl season. Fresno's a three and a half point favorite over under a fifty-three. Burt, Cam Rising, Washington State's quarterback. You think he can keep up? I'll do you better. His name is Cam Ward. And oh, I'll, Cam yeah. Rising, yeah. And you know what? This is uh, this is a Utah. somewhat emotional pick here, but I think this is a kind of a Mike Leach game. You know, yeah. I, I feel like several of those players, or maybe a couple of those players, have. No. There's Mike Leach vibes in that program. The ghost program. of Mike Leach will there's, be There's Mike Leach this vibes in that program. Give me Washington State plus three and a half. Cam Ward, who cares about Jake Hanner? He may not even play. He will play. He is playing. He already said he's going to play. Oh, uh, well, I, I'll, I'll believe it when he steps on the field. Give me Washington State plus three and a half. I, I, give me, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you here. Uh, I, I believe in the Mike Leach curse. The curse? Yeah, he's going to curse any team that uh, didn't hire him. Give me Fresno. Mike Leach didn't coach at Washington State in like the past four years, so none of these players know anything about Mike Leach. I love Mike Leach, but I don't think this game has anything to do with that. Jake Hanner's last game, I'll take Fresno minus four over a 53. Hella points allowed here. I watched the Apple Cup. If you watched the Apple Cup and watched those two teams go, did either of you watch the Apple Cup, Washington versus Washington State? I lived and died by that. No, Apple you Cup. you didn't watch a second yep. of that game. Yeah, I did. Back and forth, Washington State's defense stinks. It was a heartbreaker. Jake Hayner, no, it was not. Jake Hayner. I was heartbroken. Well, because you probably lost because you're a loser. Jake Hayner wins this game by more than four and the over hits of over 53. The next up, USM. Southern Miss and Hattiesburg. What you know about Hattiesburg, Boomer? Uh, give me some Southern Miss here. I got my Mississippi boys. Uh, I mean, that's all I got here. Yeah, I do love USM uh, catching the points. Rice is a APR. Is that what they call it? Like 
Um, they, they, yeah, they five were, and seventeen. That makes it, dude. That's that's stupid. Give me USM. Yeah, five they and seven. They lost their last three games. Rice is horrible. They have no quarterback. Like, Rice lost their last three games, and because they're smart, they made it. Yeah. Give me USM. We're Frank Gore Jr. He is literally he. What he's doing, he's it's another audition to make an SEC program next year. Yeah. Will Hall, second-year head coach. They missed their bowl game last year. In their first bowl game for Southern in, like, 10 years or something. I don't know. But that's a consensus quake on the pod here. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, next up, Boomer. What do we want to start next game? Uh, so next game we've got uh, SMU versus BYU. Uh, spread is at uh, four, and a half, four points. Uh Going to BYU, tells the 64. Uh, I'm going I'm to take SMU here. I actually have a lot written down in this game. Give me a rattle off. Uh, go for it. Go off, King. Uh, well, first off, Methodist versus Mormons. Yeah. That's, that's, that's an angle at some point. I, I don't know how, but it's got to be. Um, <laughs> the SMU quarterback, Tanner Mordecai, hell of a name. Tanner Mordecai. Mordecai. He's playing. They Some thought that might he might go for the draft. He's not. Bert, you know about BYU's quarterback, Jared Hall? Not he playing. Is, he is not playing. Uh, BYU has zero pass defense. You saw when KJ started slinging it against BYU, that's how points got scored. Uh, and also, without Jared Hall... <coughs> BYU's just going to run the damn ball. The, and SMU's uh, run defense is terrible. So the two strengths of both offenses is the two worst parts of the other team's defense. Also, you know where this game is played? In Albuquerque? In Mexico. Great town. Elevation will be a thing here. Those little yeah. private school boys from SMU will not know how Soft. to handle. Soft it's gonna be it's gonna be cold and up in the elevation. They're not gonna know. Oh, and then my favorite, my favorite. This might be my best bet of the year. SMU's head coach Rhett Lashley, first year head or coach. Arkansas running backs coach. Yes, but listen to this quote and tell me if this inspires you as a SMU backer. He said about this game. Hey, let's just. He said. Just play the bowl game is a win-win. doesn't matter which team wins. It does not dismiss what both teams have done during the season, especially with us battling through so many injuries. Yikes. That is terrifying. So I obviously didn't dive deep enough to see that quote in, in, in this game's research. Yeah, I had like two paragraphs in this. I Man, don't know how. The one thing I see is Tanner Mordecai, I think he's like, if he throws two touchdown passes, he's the all-time leader in SMU history, which is probably like, for SMU football, it's probably a pretty good name. Big time. Big name to be on. Um, so I initially have SMU minus three and a half here because BYU sucks. I think we killed them. You did. They, they, you, you lost but, the only point, the and whatever y'all did to them was basically the only point. Yeah, the freaking, uh, the Mormon doink. Yeah, the, the Mormon, Mormon, uh, the Mormon doink. We know. stormed the Mormons. Oh, Go who ahead. knows? Continue. We, it was a little storming on the Mormon. <laughs> KJ did a little storming on the Mormon, and then the Methodists are about to 
pray a lot and win this game. Minus three and a half. Give me BYU um, minus the points with Rhett Lashley literally saying in this pregame press conference that he doesn't give a shit about this. And the over. Tanner Mordecai's got to throw, what, two touchdown passes? Two. Yeah, give me the over of 64. Boomer, what's our next one? Uh, next, we got North Texas uh, versus uh, Boise State in the... I don't even know what fucking bowl game this is. But it doesn't matter. Uh, Boise State is a 10.5 point favorite. Totals at 59.5. The Frisco Bowl in Toyota Stadium. That is the most Texas thing I've ever heard in my life. Is that in a dome? Frisco? I don't think they have a dome stadium. No, there's, there's not. There's not even a college there, there, right? Dome that no. far west. There. That's West Texas, baby. Um, well, actually, I'll, I'll introduce the segment and and settle us here. I'm, I'm gonna take North Texas. Oh, you know what is ridiculous? Gonna... North Texas is junior quarterback with one more year of eligibility. Guess his age. Twenty-three. Tweed. Is, um, he is y'all senior. And barely my junior. Buddy is 29 years old, and he is the junior starting quarterback for North Texas. I hate that. There's I, no way he has to be older than me. My birthday was like two days ago. And you just turned 29. Just turned 29. Yeah, and he's my junior because I turned 30 in three days. That's, hey. No, you gotta, you gotta respect experience. Hey, all your listeners out there, wish Bert a happy birthday for his 30th. He's not that old. Hey, with age comes wisdom, and with wisdom comes better bull picks. Facts. And therefore, we're going BSU, which stands for Boise State University, minus 10.5. I cannot bet on a 29-year-old. No way he cares about bowl season. So, let me read you off some facts. Sure. North Texas made their conference championship and fired their head coach. But. Hate them even more. But. And the quarterback. passion. But he is coaching this bowl game. They fired him, but he's still coaching. Uh, his swan song. Yes, and uh, and Boise State. So have they hired how, a new head. How, they hired how a new old guy. is their coach? He's like young. He's like less than forty. He's twenty-eight. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's younger than the quarterback. Uh, he's not gonna give a fuck. No, I thought they made the twenty-nine-year-old the interim. Also, he's he's like an offensive guy. He's like a like a some say he's like so a Charlie Wise Jr. But uh, fired Charlie last year. But also, Boise State's offensive coordinator is retiring, and this is his last game. So if you think about it, North Texas head coach, who's like their basically their offensive offensive coordinator genius, is retiring, and then or is had gotten fired, but is coaching this game, and the Boise State offensive coordinator is retiring after this game. Points galore. Points ungalore. These guys are going to get way too cute with their play call. You tell me, this is his last guy's game of calling plays. He's going to call flea flickers, reverses, they will never screens. They will never punt. They will never punt. Exactly. They'll never punt because they're going to go for it on fourth and five. Burt. Boomer. What's the over-under? 59 and a half. Give me the over and that. Under. Both defenses stink. And this is Boise State's first Bowl game since 2019. Uh, could, Harson couldn't take him to one. Hard factors. Oh, did Harson take him to one? Give me Boise State catching the points, laying the points. I don't know. Give me Boise State the and the 29 years old. That's ridiculous. You shouldn't like. Hey, he's an old boy. He's a seasoned veteran. I don't like him. What's our next game? 
Alright, so next we've got Marshall <laughs> versus UConn. Who? Oh? Uh, <laughs> wait, am, am I reading? Basketball? Yeah, no, that, yeah. that's true. Okay, okay alright. I'm just making sure I was not reading a basketball spread. Uh, uh, <laughs> UConn is a 10-point 10, 10 favorite, or 10-point dog, excuse me. Total's at 41. Yeah, give me UConn. I think this is our first bowl in like 50 years. Give me the 10-point underdog in a team that's literally never made a bowl ever. So I'll take that. I don't give a shit about either one of these teams. I like the over here. It kind of to your point, but just over galore. It's 40. 41. That's so low. It's very low. You'll know that coming up, which I think next episode is the lowest, I'm not going to say the team or the Mm. matchup, but coming up next episode is we will have the lowest point total in the history of college football. I know it. I hope the listeners know it. If you're listening to this and you don't know that. Because we've had a couple 40s already. We yeah. have 40s and 41s. Like, we're talking Big Ten stuff. Oh, I'm talking, it gets way lower. I'm talking that. 31 and a half. Yes. In the future. That's next game, next next week's podcast. Bird, do you have a pick on this game? Yeah, um, I think I took Boise State minus 10 and a half. So I'm going to reverse it and I'm going to take Marshall minus 10. Wait, that makes sense. I'm going green. I'm a green guy. UNT is green, minus 10 and a half. Marshall's green, both playing blue teams. That's a green day. Uh, when September ends, Marshall. <laughs> Wake me up, baby. Uh, the next game is San Jose State versus Eastern Michigan. Green versus blue. Another green versus blue. Burst firing on all cylinders. Let me start this off. Games. I'll start this off. So the. Last time, or the only other time that Eastern Michigan has won a bowl game in the entirety of their career is against San Jose State in 1987. What? They own the Spartans. Guinea Green versus Blue. Blue's not even really a primary color. Green's better. <laughs> Let's go Green. I love Green here. My my only handicap here is this game is in Boise. Where the uh, forecast calls for 23 degrees. And if you think some San Jose State Cali bros are going to go up into 23 degree weather against a bad team. No, Nick Starkle cannot yeah. throw the ball in there. Oh, yeah. Starkle's probably like giving his like 18th year of eligibility to go back and play for San Jose. But against a, a bunch of Cali, a bunch of Southern Cal bros Soft ass. against a MAC team, Eastern Michigan is used to 23 degree weather. Give me Eastern Michigan plus three and a half against those soft-ass Trojans from San Jose. Tell me I didn't just convince you. Oh, no, oh, no, no. I was already convinced. I'm, I'm fading Terrence here. Uh, some might know him as Rico Bosco, but hmm. I know him as Terrence. Uh, he's a big San Diego State fan. San Jose State. San Jose State. Uh, so, fade, fade, fading that, I, I'll, I'll take uh, Eastern Michigan. All right, right into the next one, we got Liberty against Toledo. Hugh Freeze's Libcucks are going against the MAC champions in Toledo. Freeze left them, boys, and they are five-point five, and five point underdogs over under a 54. Boomer, what you see here? Uh, well, well, the way their season ended, I, I, I'm, I'm taking Toledo here. This seems like a downtrodden team. Their coach left. They had some disappointing losses at the end of the year. Uh, 
kind of makes sense. So I see this Liberty team as more talented than this Mac team with a head coach that left, which you say they lost at the end of the season, but are you telling me that those losses didn't come from their head coach basically like quitting on them? And we know they had the sleaziest. They had the sleaziest head coach in college football. Yes. But, but, but do you think they're going to be like fired up now? Do you not think that them getting rid of Freeze is going to like bring a breath of fresh air into the Liberty Flames? I don't know. They're pl- like the defensive coordinator is their new head coach, which is like rally the truth. And they're DC. This is toss up. I don't know. It, it might. I could also see them. I can one thousand percent see a scenario where they just lay down. Look, fade the Mac as I said earlier in the podcast. Fuck Toledo. Give me the Flames I, plus five on the money line. I, I, I totally see a scenario like you said earlier. That where you just lay down and you like to take it. I never said that. Or you said something along those lines. Not on air, brother. <laughs> Give me the Flames plus five on the money line, Bert. Are you with me? Yeah, I'm with the Flames plus five money line. I'm better team. Better team. It. Better roster, better team. I mean, like, Freeze literally quit on the team at the end of the season. They hate Freeze right now. They hate Freeze. They lost to UConn and New Mexico State at the end of the season. You're telling me this team didn't quit? Yeah, they can beat BYU and Arkansas back to back. Yeah, and then just lose to UConn and New Mexico State. That were playing then. Yes, dude. It doesn't doesn't even matter. They played four quarterbacks this year. It didn't matter who their quarterback was. They were. Aside from the quarterback, a pretty good team. I mean, this makes us feel so good that, I, I, I that Boomer's on the other side. Wait, 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 well, right well, you also have to realize he is a little jaded. From losing to Liberty? Yeah. Yeah, that is tough. Yeah, you have to take that with the, with uh, the, with the oh. great assault. Oh, shit, I'm sorry. Wait. Oh, shit, <laughs> we're, we're number nine in the country in basketball right now? <laughs> okay. Well, the Grizz did. The Grizz, I mean, this is the NDA podcast slash college football bull picks podcast. The next game is Western Kentucky versus my Mobile, Alabama, South Alabama Jaguars. Over under of 56. The South Alabama Jags at 10-2 and two are minus 4.5. Boomer, I know you have a good read on this. Oh, give me the Mobile boys. I love them. Love them. That's it. That's all I got. Mobile. I don't really have a real this either, but first year head coach Kane Walmack. Second year head coach Kane Walmack. Yeah. Second year head coach Kane Walmack. We, we, we like him. We like him. Wants the boys to be rallied up. I will say, we're this, is, up for him. this is how crazy the transfer portal is. Western Kentucky's quarterback, I forget his name, he was really good all year. He Bailey's happy. No. Uh, He's for the Patriots. Their current it's like, it's, like, it's like Austin Reed or something. Uh, how he, old is he? He jumped into the portal and was like, I'm going to Auburn to follow Freeze. He was really good all year at Western Kentucky. And then after like three days, he was like, you know what? I'm staying with Western Kentucky. Staying at, he's playing in the bowl game. Like, how the hell do you know what's going to happen in these games? I don't give a shit. Give me USA, my Mobile, Alabama Jags, Burt. Do you trust this quarterback, wishy-washy? Do y'all like this era of college football? No, I hate it. You hate it? I mean, you hate it. Okay. It's going to get sorted I, I'll say this. out. I, well, I'll it, say this. It's going to get sorted I, out. I love this era of college basketball because I think our coach is built for it. 
I thought y'all would say you would love it because wait, wait, Josh Coach wait, seems wait. like he's a portal guy. Look, I'm a I, I take that out of my in my evaluation of the entire state of college football or college basketball. I mean, it's it's all it's a like it's overall a, it sucks. Overall it sucks. Like it's, it's stupid. It's it's definitely stupid. I actually feel bad for the football coaches and all this. Well, no, I mean, I mean, Lane's just able to capitalize on it. Uh, I mean, I I I think he himself would wish it wasn't like this. Like. Mo- I, I, I'd say probably every coach. Yeah, cool, because it's miserable because every single play... They, they, should, they should somehow do some type of deal where it's like you have to be there for two years. Well, think about these coaches right now. Before they're, you can transfer. Well, I see, so I think what they're doing, I think there's a transfer portal window this year where like there's like a certain year you can or a certain time period where you can be in the portal. Y'all tell me if I'm right or wrong here, but no, you're well, right. Well, I thought and, it's, and like, it's like it's like a two weeks or one week after the national championship game, the portal closes. Like you are done. You cannot transfer. I think that's the case, and I hope that's the case, which makes a little bit more sense there. Because so like you can't just go through spring brawl and be like, ah, screw this. Like I'm not going to start. Well, I don't feel that makes bad. It a little better. I but. don't feel bad for the coaches because they're making millions of dollars and they get to do whatever they want to do. And now I don't feel bad for the players because they they can make the the good ones can make money too. Well, yeah, these players are now hopping into the portal. Not only is a coach having to retain his own players on his own roster. I'd be mean, like, hey, you're good. We'll take care of you. That's why I feel bad for them. But we also have to go chase other players on other teams' rosters to go like try to like recruit no, them. But you have to do that during the season now. You're literally constantly doing it. And I have to recruit high school players on the signing period that's coming but up. But no, and it sucks for high school players. It's almost don't like they don't care about high school players anymore. No, why would no. you? But because basically you're like, okay, I can already have someone that's a little bit more developed. Yes. Like, 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 more film. Like, like, like he, and, and, yeah, and we've we had a year to see how he is. Why uh, sign a three-star but, but, but But the one thing I'll say, this is not sustainable no. at all. And, and two, this is one question I've asked you all several times. No one knows the fucking answer to. When someone says, Ole has $10 million in, in IL, what does that mean? Does that mean we have... Ten million dollars to use it this year over is it, four years, or is that over four years? Over what? everybody is it? But, but, but I swear to God, is that in counting basketball no and baseball? From everything I've seen, no one knows the answer to that question, and that's going to be. See, thank God the Finger Poison Podcast is here to talk you listeners through this because we we don't know we're walking you with. This. I, I swear, I swear, in like man. in like in like four years, it's all going to be like very much. Decided, and it's going to be like very calm, and it's going to make sense. But right now, we're in the midst of a bunch of like, who the fuck knows? We're in unknown Unt- territory. They are in uncharted waters. Yeah, uncharted territory. It's it's, 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 it's the Galapagos Islands. It's the Galapagos Islands. And we need a fucking uh, Christopher Columbus pirate to come in here. We lost a pirate, the only one that could save us. <laughs> We're gonna cut a little bit of this if y'all happen to hear no, it. If you're the one that I, hears I, I this, do, I you know what? I'm not gonna cut any of this. Anyways, uh, I've got Kane Womack and the ten and two USA guys because hell, no. we're no, talking we momentum. Why this guy, this guy's cool. This guy, Kane Womack's cool. He's a winning football fun. coach. Mobile, baby. How can you go against Mobile? Hey, time? and we gotta drive through Mobile every time I get to the beach. Yes, Callahan's Pub. If you ever go through Mobile and you don't go to Callahan's, I'll kill you. All right, well, the next one, we've got 
Air Force at Baylor or, oh, or the, Baylor at Air Force, depending on where this game is. This is in Ammon G. Carter Stadium Fort in Fort Worth, Texas. Big game, big game. Huge, huge game. Almost a home game for Baylor or Air Force, depending on where it's at. We have Baylor is a five and a half point underdog. Baylor decided to uh, throw a scapegoat in there and fire their defensive coordinator mm-hmm. after this season. Yeah. They said, hey, you know what? This is all our defensive coordinators fault. Although Dave Aranda is a defensive guy, we're yeah. say, you know we're gonna fo- we're gonna fire him, screw him, and guess what? This guy has landed at Auburn now. Auburn's DC. Really? Ron Roberts. Yeah. Bruce knows so many great coaches. He's just Best hiring the kings of everywhere. So we got Air Force plus five and a half. Bagman, what you Give say? Me Air Force plus five and me a half. Me too. We got a uh, uh, ground and pound. Def- or offense, uh, triple option offense against a team that just fired their defensive coordinator. How the hell are they going to prepare huh? Huh? for a ground and pound triple option offense? Like, these defensive players cannot care about this at all. Yeah, you go from the Big 12 to that, and I will give you a stat. I can't remember where I saw this because we considered uh, hiring this fire defensive coordinator, my beloved Hawks, but. I might be making up the stat a little bit, but on third and long, so five and greater, third and long is five and greater, Yeah. Baylor gave up 47% of them. That's year. egregious. That well, that's bad against wild. an option team. Right, right. Right. Well, well, so, so I, I have a stat for you. Go ahead. Baylor has given up zero yards to an option offense this, this year. year. Yeah. That's true. They haven't played for him. Yeah. So, uh, so, so when, on Baylor. when when push comes <laughs> to shove, they have not given up a single fucking yard. And as Al Pacino said, every <laughs> whatever that movie is, an inch is a yard. Yeah, yes, yeah, so we're gonna fight for every inch and uh, every any given Sunday. Great movie. You talking to me? You talking to me? <laughs> Come to me on my wa- uh, my daughter's wedding day. You asked for this? You asked for this. You got cool. I, I don't know. We might be mixing up movies. I don't yeah, know. No, I don't know. Uh, but all I do know is that Mr. Burt keeps his wife plenty pleased. <laughs> you heard it earlier in the This is where you're supposed to folks. insert the... <laughs> insert... Uh. <laughs> I'm just goofing now. Well, you that's got a lot it. Of editing to do. <laughs> yeah, you think? Well, that's it for the first bowl game slate. Wait, I thought we got two more. No, do we? We do Louisiana, Lafayette, and Houston, no, Missouri. No, 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 no. Jesus Christ! <laughs> this is we're masochists at that point. No, we're we're gonna record next Wednesday when we go. I'm gonna delete those picks for now. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Bert. All right. Well, that's it for this version of the. Bowl Pick'em Podcast, week one. You heard some interesting things. The Grizz are electric. The Poison Picks are electric. Boomer's got some electric songs to play us out to. And wait until next week for the Hogs and Rebs. We'll talk to you to them. And let them ride. Jesus. <laughs> no, fuck all that. <laughs> I'm 